Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Food security has been talked about a lot, and we've done that with Professor Sylvain Charlebois from Dalhousie University. He was with us yesterday, as was the Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Independent Grocers. So food security is an issue for many Canadians because they don't have the funds to purchase what they really require at the grocery store, regardless of supply chain or possible trucking issues uh, or the increasing cost of food. They just don't have the money. Too many of our fellow Canadians just cannot afford to feed themselves and their families properly. And that's where food banks nationally come into play. So what are the issues that food banks across Canada are dealing with? And what do food banks require from all of us who may have the wherewithal to contribute? And how many Canadians do food banks help by either supplementing or entirely feeding individuals and their families? I just started to think about this the other day, and I was watching folks walking by in the grocery store. There were these bags that the grocers had put there ready to be bought, $5 bags, $10 bags. They were prepared, and there was food inside them. And if you bought the bag, you put it into, you know how it goes, you put it into a container, and then it's picked up by the food bank, and you help the people in your community. Kirsten Beardsley is the chief of network services for food banks of Canada, and she joins us on the Roy Green Show. Kirsten, thank you very much for the time. Would you just in an overall way in the perspective provide Provide us, actually provide us a perspective of the need. Of course. Um, thank you for having me. So food banks, of course, exist to support our neighbours in need, as you said. There are far too many people in this country who are struggling to put food on their tables uh, for their families. So what that looks like is, it's an incredible number, 1.3 million visits to food banks every single month. Um, What we're seeing is that number is climbing. Um, There was some steadying during the pandemic with some of the supports that were available, uh, but that's going back up. Um, So there are food banks across the country that are seeing, um, I was speaking with uh, Betty Lou Suter from St. Catharines, for example. They're seeing nearly a 70% increase in need year over year. And it really is um, a story of, You know, people, as you said, simply can't afford to make it all work. Um, Rents are going up. The cost of food, as you said, is climbing. And there's a a lot of stagnation in our social safety net and the supports available. And and, um, what we like to say is there's too much month at the end of the money and people need to turn to their neighbors for support. Do we have an idea of nationally how many people are actually using food banks and how many people by doing so are saying, yeah, I I can't afford to feed myself. I can't afford to feed my family. How many people are using food banks? So the number is 1.3 million visits a month. That represents hundreds of thousands of people across this country who rely on on food banks. And, you know, one of the things, uh, one of the myths we like to talk about is that really um, we, we might have an image in our mind of who's going to a food bank, but the reality is the people who go to a food bank are like you and me. Um, The the majority of people are going to a food bank um, for a short period of time. They've fallen on tough times. Uh, Someone in the family's lost their job or the car broke down and the bills just um, pile up. And so they turn to the food bank um, for a few months while they get their lives in order. Um, and then and then they go on their way. So really, um, we want to sort of shake the myth that there's this type of person. 
We know in Canada so many people are one or two or three paychecks away from um, needing to rely on services. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we have polling that said that uh, almost half the population, yeah. in one case, actually 52% of Canadians, said they're within $200 of not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month. What about the supply chain? Is that affecting food banks' ability to provide the service that is so obviously needed? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting um, conundrum for food banks because obviously as um, the supply chain gets wild across the country, we're affected not only because, um, you know, the cost if the cost of food goes up, we're seeing more people through the doors, but food banks also have to purchase food um, as part of, you know, them, their offering so that they're getting hit on the cost. The number increased number of people coming in, and as the cost of food goes up, fewer people are able, as you said, to make those purchases at the grocery store, those those grab bags that go to the food bank. Um, so there is a challenge. We're seeing an increased number of uh, food banks uh, spending more of their budget on food. Right now, we're not feeling that there's um, inaccessibility to the food um, that we need, which we felt early in the pandemic. Where we're really seeing an effect right now is the decline in volunteers. So um, a lot of, obviously, this wave of, of the pandemic has taken a lot of us sort of by surprise. We mm-hmm. thought maybe we were turning a different corner. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies are pulling back on corporate volunteerism, keeping their employees safe. Um, but food banking in Canada is powered by the by volunteers, and we need volunteers to pack the hampers and get the food out to people um, in safe ways, uh, but but it's been a real challenge. All right, so um, so so people can go to the food bank and volunteer in person there, in their in their own communities. Tell me again, please, how many meals, how, how many uh, how many meals, or how many people are being serviced every month by helped by the food banks in this country? How many? It's one point three million per month. Visits per month, it's shocking, and I, you know, I, I really in Canada I never, in Canada in this country. I hope I never stop being shocked by that number. That is a shocking number. It is. And, you know, we, we talk about a lot of issues, and there are many issues on, in front of people today and, and this weekend, and particularly this weekend, as we know, with the protest uh, in Ottawa and other protests mm-hmm. across the country. But there are significant other issues that continue. And, you know, I mean, I've been criticized because I'm one of these people. If I'm at an intersection and I see somebody who's standing there with a card, piece of cardboard and they're saying, I'm hungry, I'm homeless. I'm not going to guess whether they're telling me the truth or not. If I have the time, I'm going to give them a couple of bucks. And I know that uh, the mayor of the community that I live in doesn't want that done. And she's actually said she would consider finding people who do what I do. Well, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, because I, I know what it's like personally. I know what it's like to be hungry and to be homeless. I've been there. I've done that. Uh, and people need the help and they need the, and they need the assistance. So, uh, Kirsten, when you're at the grocery store, Mm-hmm. And you see these bags, and they're available for five or ten dollars. That's not a huge expenditure for for some. I mean, for, if you, if you can pay, if you can afford five or ten bucks, if you can do it, do it because it goes directly to the people who need it the most, and they get it quickly. Correct? Absolutely, and that's that's what I want to say is you know with all the news. Um, Food banks have seen and felt the generosity of Canadians. I do think that is a positive outcome of the pandemic, that people have felt, you know, there's something so primary to helping your neighbour have food. We all need food. You know, I agree with you, um, giving people uh, some 
some money to get through their day is always the right choice. And we felt that from businesses, from individual Canadians. And it could be, you know, you know, if you only have a few dollars, that's great. If yeah. you've got a bit of time, you yeah. can volunteer. Um, and even if you don't, if that's not available to you right now, we also need to advocate for policy change. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.